Hey everyone, Ashley here. In this special episode of the Libraries Podcast Checkout MPL, I sit down with Jillian Beatty to talk about succulents, the basics of taking care of them, specifically for indoor enjoyment. So she has a lot of great information, a lot of great tips, and we are doing this podcast in preparation of creating an indoor succulent garden in the teen space. So enjoy all the information Jillian has to share with us and look forward to the library's indoor succulent garden. So I am here with Jillian Beattie. Um, I'll have Jillian introduce herself and where you work and um, what you teach and all that fun stuff. Well, hi everyone. My name is Jillian Beatty and I'm the agriculture education instructor at Oregon High School. And so I teach everything from plants to animals to outdoors and natural resources. And I'm super excited today to talk about succulents. Yeah, so I asked Jillian to come talk with us. Jillian actually used to work here at the library, um, but she's an amazing teacher. So she knows a lot about, seems like everything. So I thought I'd bring her in and to talk about succulents and how to take care of succulents because we are hoping to have a little indoor succulent garden here at the library in the teen space. Um, that was actually an idea from a teen advisory board member who thought it'd be kind of fun to bring some greenery inside of the library. And so I asked Jillian to come to answer some questions, hopefully, <laughs> about them. So Jillian, what makes succulents different than houseplants? Like why are they so cool, I guess? Well, I guess the first thing I wanna start with is, you know, what is a succulent versus a non-succulent? So yes. I have um, what we call a friendship plant or a wandering Jew, which is not a succulent. Um, and uh, we have with us a jade, which is a succulent. And so um, if you could look at both of these, it's better if you can feel them, but succulents tend to have more of a, sorry, a cuticle based, uh, it's a thicker cuticle. And then our um, non-succulents tend to have less of a cuticle or waxy covering to them. Another thing that's slightly different, and this has to do with more of the internal part of the plant, is that um, succulents have a different way of doing photosynthesis. And succulents like to be dry. Uh, they typically are found in arid places um, where it can be hard to get water. And so succulents tend to take in carbon dioxide at night when it's cooler and they're less likely to lose that water and um, it's usually the nighttime that the air is more full of humidity and so they'll process that carbon dioxide into malate and then they will wait until the daytime to process the malate into the sugars when the sun is out for photosynthesis so it's really kind of a, a different approach that succulents have figured out to make sure they don't lose water. So they're kind of um, they're kind of considered a hardy plant right and they're yeah kind of oh yeah they don't need as much attention maybe as regular house plants. And that's why for those who like myself who don't like flowers or taking care of things, it's kind of like the ideal plant for those who maybe just kind of want to start taking care of plants. Maybe I think it's a great one to start with because mm -hmm. um, they can actually tolerate a lot of neglect. Um, a lot of people overlove their plants by overwatering their plants. It's best to let them um, dry out and they'll let you know when they're thirsty. They'll definitely let you know. They'll, you'll, you'll notice the change in their leaves. <laughs> <laughs> um, are succulents good for indoor or are there like outdoor indoor? Does it matter? Are there different types? Succulents can go either way. That's what makes them pretty amazing for us in Wisconsin. 
Um, they love to be in the sun. So wherever you put them in your house or outside, make sure that they're getting that full sun. That's really important. The great thing about having succulents, like let's say my jelly bean sedum here, is that I can start it inside. And then now that it's really hot and outside, it can go right outside on my porch. Um, and then in the fall time, when it starts to cool off, I can bring it back inside and keep this plant and it will continue to grow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we're, we're thinking about putting it in the library. There's a huge window right there. I think it will get sun a good um, amount of the day. Um, that's awesome. So for those being in grown indoors, what is the ideal setup? So sun, for indoor growing, um, definitely as much sunlight as you can for the full day. They really do like sun. Um, if they don't, they're going to start to elongate and they're going to look um, a little different as they're stretching for the sun. Awesome. So if you can find a spot that has full sun, then that's great. If you don't have a spot because maybe your room is like no windows, I, like my classroom has no windows, um, you can always get uh, a little greenhouse light that you can put on for the, um, you know, about 16, 18 hours a day to make sure that your plant grows well. Um, it doesn't need to be on all the time, you know, just like us, they need to, to have that downtime too. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can always get a little grow light, um, the light bulb, and you can just get a little lamp that you can put over your succulents so that they get the ample light. The biggest thing with those is to not overwater. Um, you can water them once, twice a week indoors, probably just once a week indoors. Now, if they're outdoors and it's really windy and dry and hot, like we've been having it, you may want to check those a little more often, but they can tolerate being dry a lot better than our non-succulent plants. Um, what else is needed? Like if you're doing indoor, obviously you need like a, a container. What's the best kind of container? So um, it's interesting you ask that. So I've got a variety of containers. Um, this is an aloe that uh, we planted and this aloe has a container that the bottom um, is its own tray. And one thing with succulents that's really important to note, having a place for water to go um, is really important. And you can see on this container that there's some holes here where the water can come out. One of the things that plants don't like, and succulents especially, is to be sitting in their own water all day. That's why you wanna water them so, un, like, so seldom, like let them dry out in between. Um, you don't necessarily have to have a container with that tray below, but it really does help to make sure it drains. If you're going to use, um, I mean, this is a container that has a built-in drain. Um, this is a zebra hawathia. But if you aren't going to have one with that, you want to put about this much gravel, like pea okay. gravel, not lime, in the bottom. And that way, the water can go somewhere else. It's away from the roots because the roots, um, just like us, when we're underwater, we can't breathe. Mm -hmm. uh, the roots of a plant need to breathe. And so you'll want to make sure that there's some gravel, pea gravel. Don't use lime um, that can mess with the acidity of your soil. Is there a special kind of soil to use? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, we kind of mix our own here at Oregon High School. We kind of follow the principle of three parts potting soil to one part uh, sand to one part perlite. And that allows um, the perlite and the sand are going to make it more porous um, because, again, we want that water to move through that soil. Uh, but we're also going to keep the potting soil in there because there's going to be some nutrients that our succulents can pull from. So we don't want to go all potting soil because that's just going to be 
too moisture holding and it's going to not have the pore space, the big particles like um, perlite being the big white balls that you see, and then sand being something that you know doesn't pack together tightly when you make sandcastles. And we want that to be kind of porous so that um, those roots can stay dry and healthy, uh, but there's also some nutrients and some water holding ability. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So you want the roots to stay, you don't want them to be drowning in water, like stay in water. That's kind of like the main point there. You kind of want the water to drain so it's not sitting in there. Okay. That makes sense. So it's like <laughs> kind of like us when we're thirsty, we take our drink of water, right? And then yep. we're good for a while. Yep. You don't want to keep drinking the water at one time. Like, and that's a plant. So they want their water and then they want to like do other things yep. until they're thirsty again. So, okay. um, and that's how they think. Um, let's see. So we kind of talked about the watering that you can, you can overwater succulents, correct? Yes. You have way too much. In fact, uh, that's probably the biggest thing I notice people do with their plants is the overwatering. Um, succulents will do better if you underwater and they will let you know. I know um, my succulents right now, actually, um, I haven't watered them since Friday. Um, and if you look, this one is kind of wilty. Um, I can feel okay. the lack of um, turgidness yep. to my um, leaves uh, because they're dry. Um, and the, even a succulent will look saggy uh, when it's dry. And so this is the reason I brought this one in. I know they need water. They're at a perfect happy, I need water spot. Um, and so they're going to get watered as soon as I'm done with this. Um, but again, when you look, you can tell it's dry. You can see those roots coming clear out to the edge, um, but they're ready. Yeah. And we want that to be, to be ready to be watered. Do they, they bounce back pretty quickly then once they get their water? They're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Back these about an hour after I water will look back to normal. In fact, this isn't bad. This is like, I'm telling you I need water. Like yeah. this is like the perfect, like, hey, if you notice this soil too, like look how dry that is. Yep. Um, but you can see the roots coming out to the edge, which makes it good. So this is like the perfect time to water this. I'm gonna give it a good soaking and then I'm gonna let it go for a few more days. Do you, like, I've seen that, like, you miss, do you miss your succulents at all, like, during the week, or are you just, like, the one watering, and that's good? You could do either or. These are still in a greenhouse, which, you know, when it's 90-some degrees out, my greenhouse is, like, 115, 120, which means they're going to need a lot more watering. Um, if they're going to be outside, um, you may want to do the watering because of the wind. If they're going to be inside, misting might be adequate enough. Oh. But again, you really need to I almost say develop a relationship with your plant. Get to know, uh, them. <laughs> like know your plant and watch yeah. your plant and kind of listen to what it's saying. Like it's behavior, like if it's upright and um, like my um, aloe is perfectly watered. Um, this one has, you know, when you touch it, it feels um, turgid. It's mm -hmm. solid. Um, you look at the color, it's a healthy green. Um, this plant would not need watered right now um, as opposed to, <laughs> My jade that's saying, my wavy jade is saying, please, if you just get a little bit of water, um, I'd be happy. And I know it's kind of hard for you to see over here, but if you could touch them, you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, like that, you can tell. And so it's really important that you just kind of get familiar with your plant and um, know its limitations. You're probably, again, better off not watering all the time. Like I said, this has been in my greenhouse, got watered last on Friday, and it went all weekend, and it was hot this weekend, and yes. it's doing just fine. Okay. Okay. Um, can you, uh, well, besides watering, is there anything else you can make sure that they thrive? Just the sunshine can, and the water? 
you can give a fertilizer every once in a while. Succulents are pretty hardy that they actually don't need um, a plethora of fertilizer. Um, I'm going to show you an example. I have been obviously fertilizing my plants um, because I have a greenhouse. And so um, my really fun cacti. That's um, fun. Has been the fertilizer. <laughs> I know. Isn't that fun? This is one of the caves. And if you notice here, um, because I have been feeding it, do you notice where we're seeing this lighter color green come up? Yep. Because my plant's in a growth stage, which is super cool. I'm excited. Okay. Um, it's added so far this much new um, plant growth. And if I spin it, you're going to start to see another, we've got more of these little guys coming out. Again, depending on what you do, they don't need a lot of nutrients, but if you start to feed them, sometimes they do grow more. Um, and so obviously this is sometimes um, succulents go dormant, which typically is when it's cooler. And then they do a lot of growth when it gets warmer. And so my succulents started growing. I can notice them in May. Uh, again, so then I kept feeding them some fertilizer. You don't need to fertilize often. Succulents are really resilient. Um, and I only maybe recommend it once a month. That's, it's not something they need a lot of. When they start like growing like that one, do you have to like repot it or move it to a bigger space? Does the roots need lots of space to grow? Absolutely. Um, so as this one keeps growing, we actually just repotted this one. And I think that also helped. Um, it went from a container about like this to a, a much bigger container. Um, so as you check out the roots of your plant, and there's nothing wrong with doing what I did with my wavy jade of pulling it out and saying, hey, where do I see the roots? In a healthy plant, you're going to see the roots clear out to the edges. That's healthy. Um, it should permeate all your soil. And as it keeps permeating that, it's going to keep growing. And we want those roots to keep growing because at the tip of those is the root hairs. And it's the root hairs that can take the water and the nutrients up from the soil. And so as this keeps growing, you should keep giving it larger containers. Um, this one's not quite ready yet for a new container, but it's getting there. Getting there. I think in another month or so, it's going to have to find a bigger container because it's starting to outgrow the space that it's allotted. What happens when like the container's too small? Does it start to die, I guess? So what's going to happen is your roots have to go somewhere. Yep. So they're going to start circling around the container itself and it's almost going to start to choke the plant so the roots are going to just keep circling and so again the root system on my wavy jade is actually pretty ideal um a little dry but <laughs> ideal um because they are everywhere you could really see them and i'm not sure it's translating on um, this podcast but um that's one thing you'll want to check so you don't want them to circle around each other you're going to limit the growth because it's going to start to uh, choke the ability to get nutrients. Okay. Um, so obviously there's different types of succulents. Can different types be in the same pot or do you recommend that their likes are together, I guess? So um, you actually, I, I, this is one that uh, I went home and my family has a greenhouse and they were um, cleaning up some stuff. And my aunt said, do you want this? I'm gonna throw it out. And I said, sure. And this came from one of her containers. And so if you look in here, this has a variety of succulents and you can absolutely put a variety of succulents together. One thing that you're going to want to keep in mind, and the one thing I would fault my succulent container here, again, like my aunt just gave me these cuttings, I planted them and this is what I have. Um, so it's nice that I have some that hang over. Mm -hmm. um, it's nice that I have some tall. What I'm really missing in here is something that's going to be more round like an Echevaria. Yep. Um, and so really you can put any succulent together. The big thing is how much height are you getting and what kind of 
textures are you getting with the different types of plants? And so that's really important to think about. Um, I know that uh, this is one that my students love because it really is cute little leaves. Again, putting something tall and short and flat together is gonna give a much more eye appealing um, appearance. And so you really can't go wrong with whatever you choose to put together. They pretty much all need the same care. It's just about what you like and what you're hoping to accomplish in your garden. Well, that's fun. So you can kind of really play around with it and see what you like to see visually and all that fun stuff. That's exactly. Cool. That's cool. Um, can bugs be a problem for succulents? I, you know, I'm so glad you brought this up, Ashley. Yes, bugs can be a problem. And um, I discovered my first uh, mealy bugs. Oh, no. <laughs> mealy bug. You should look them up. They're awful little boogers. Um, and they're really kind of complicated to, to control. So you want to, before you purchase a plant, check. Mealy bugs are these little white bugs that kind of remind me of pill bugs, but smaller, okay? And they're white um, and really small. And um, so check your plant before you purchase it to make sure that your plant does not have mealy bugs. Because if you get them, they're very, very complicated to get rid of. You have to be very consistent in the cleaning of it. Um, one thing that I'd recommend, and this is what I've been using at my greenhouse to kill mealybugs. There's a couple things you can do. One, um, alcohol and Q-tips. Uh, so I dip my Q-tip in alcohol and I just rub it over the area where I find mealybugs in their egg sacs and it will um, kill them on contact, which is great because you don't want them to keep reproducing. You can use a type of um, mineral oil spritz that you can purchase at K&W Greenery. And that one, if you don't have as much time to go through and wipe, and I actually do both. I will go through with a Q-tip and then I will go back and I will spray this mineral oil um, product on it because that will suffocate and kill the mealybugs. If um, in a greenhouse production, I do also, I've also used ladybugs, which are a natural predator for mealybugs. So sometimes getting your succulents outside is great this time of the year because these ladybugs are gonna do their thing and it's fantastic. And in a greenhouse situation like mine, I've also used some sorts of pesticides to try to manage whether it's systemic going into the plant and then when the bug eats the plant, it kills it or whether it's an aerosol. So, um, but the best thing to do is to prevent it from entering your place. And so um, again, alcohol and a Q-tip is perfect to manage bugs on your plants. Okay. Are those like the only type of bugs that kind of get in cyclones? Um, sometimes aphids, okay. um, but I think the one that's, Again, ladybugs eat aphids too. So get them yep. outside every once in a while. Uh, it gets a little harder come winter in Wisconsin. You can't really get them outside, um, but you can purchase ladybugs by the way. Um, and they uh, are fantastic to eat those little pests. Awesome. Um, are succulents harmful to pets or animals, other animals? That's a really great question. I think it depends on your succulent. Um, you know, I can look at aloe. Aloe is a succulent that um, is really helpful to us. It's considered yep. a medicine. And um, I know I keep these around because they're great for cuts, um, but you can also consume them. Um, so it just depends on the succulent. You should always do research yep. before you purchase one. Okay, sounds good. So I think you talked about dormancy before you mentioned that. So what is like the dormancy period? So some succulents, depending on the temperature of where you're at, will go through something called dormancy. Um, and I always think of dormancy like winter, like everything stops, right? Um, and slows down. Um, so succulents can also do that. They kind of like hibernate, I guess would be the word. Um, they're still doing some growth. They're still 
I shouldn't say growth. They are doing respiration. They are doing photosynthesis. It's just at a much lower rate. So you don't need to water plants that are dormant, typically when it's cooler. So if you transition a plant from outside back into the inside, you may want to reduce the watering. Your plant may go dormant. It just means that it's kind of like um, sluggish. It's yeah. just not going to be quite like us when it's right. the polar vortex. We're yeah. sluggish. Don't want to do anything. <laughs> we don't need to eat a whole lot, right? Um, and it's no different than your plant. And um, obviously, you know, when I look at my cacti here, um, it's definitely one that can use more water and nutrients right now because it's in a growth stage. Again, the best thing to do is be aware of what your plant is telling you. Um, and really just kind of know what looks different or not different with your plants. No different than a pet, actually, right. to look at a plant. Right. So get to, like, make your, your plant your pet. Get to know it, name it. <laughs> Keep Absolutely. an eye on it. Yeah. Yep. Sing to it, maybe. <laughs> As you should. Right. <laughs> Help it grow. Um, so we'll talk about one more thing. So propagating, right? Is that like kind of taking a piece of it and making another plant? Is that what that is in simple yeah, terms? <laughs> on succulents tends to be asexual. I do have some succulents that are creating flowers. And if you know anything about plants, it's the flower that produces the seed. Um, but a lot of succulents reproduce asexually, meaning they don't need the um, pollen of the flower to produce another plant. Now, asexual propagation can happen in multiple ways. One, this is my jelly bean sedum and um, this fell off. And I don't know if you can see that little red dot at the end, yep. that is starting to create a whole new plant just because this fell off. And so this leaf is going to start a whole new jelly bean sedum. Cool. Um, and so that can be as simple as that. When I look at my zebra haworthia, and if I pull it up here, do you see these are what we call babies. And so they are creating babies that I could just go ahead and plant this one into the soil and I would have a whole new one. And so it just depends on your plant. Um, the same thing with my aloe. Mm -hmm. Notice all these little babies that are popping up and oh. so I can separate those out. Um, so there's a couple things you can do. With, with jades, you can do a cutting of the leaf, um, which means if I were to take that leaf off like we saw with the jelly bean sedum um, and I could put some rooting hormone on it or with my jelly bean sedum, I have done nothing except neglect and it's starting to grow. Um, and that's what's pretty amazing about succulents. So don't throw away those leaves that fall off. They may turn into more plants for you. Well, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, do you have anything else that you want to talk about for succulents? You think we kind of covered the basics of them? Um, well, that's a really great question. I know that one of the, there's so many great resources online too. Um, I'm not an expert on everything. In fact, I continue to learn too. And, and just so you know, some of the best lessons come from your mistakes. And I've made plenty of mistakes with plants and it's made me a much better plant mom at this point in time, because I'm like, Ooh, that was too much water. And I see what happens. Um, and so don't be afraid to try something new and it's, it's okay. Um, Again, uh, the big thing with succulents, uh, they like to stay at a moderate temperature. I mean, they like warmth, but my greenhouse is getting a little too hot for them. I have a feeling they're gonna start to go dormant, um, but just be, a good, be aware of what you're doing with your plant and watch your plant. It's gonna tell you so much about how it's feeling and if it needs watered, if it's dormant, if it's growing. Um, and I hope you enjoy this project. Yeah, well, thank you, Jillian, so much for taking time to talk to us about it. And I think you're going to be helping us a little bit maybe with our indoor garden. So yes, I'm, I'm very excited. excited. Yeah, I'm excited for that. It's kind of see how that grows um, while we maintain it. So thank you. And um, yeah.
I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you.